podcast from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman. As you can hear, I am joined by my beautiful brother, wearing red <laughs> for Valentine's Day. It is Day. Valentine's Day. Black Jack Fletcher. How you doing, buddy? Glad to be here. Yeah? Yeah. Seem a little stressed. Not stressed at all. Feeling good. Okay. Got a little chocolate martini, a homemade chocolate martini. You're welcome. That you made for me. Had a crazy couple of days in Connecticut, in the mansion in Connecticut. Glad to be back in New York. We got a packed show today. Later on in the show, guess who's coming on the show? My personal friend, Will Fetters. Our friend, Oscar Will Fetters. Award nominated nominee for writing Star is Born. Mm-hmm. Best adapted screenplay. If he, he got nominated. Win, I riot. He got nominated. Bradley Cooper did not. For best director, yeah. Do you think that's it's... causing tension between them? No, absolutely not. No. Will did his job. Will, Will wrote a beautiful... Screenplay. So you're saying Cooper did not do his job? No, he absolutely did. It's the Academy's fault. They're a bunch of clowns. I want to know who's on this nameless, faceless Academy. I want accountability. That's what I want. Okay? Because if you watched that film, as I did again on Sunday night, and you weren't moved by what Bradley Cooper did in an acting capacity and a directorial capacity, in his debut, I might add, um, then you're just an ass. And apparently the Academy is a bunch of ass clowns. Well, we're going to get into all that with Will Fetters. Uh, as is the new format of the show, um, we're going to talk about some bets, largely centered around the All-Star game, and then you and I are going to decide if we're going in together or if we're betting each other. Yeah, remember the last time we bet each other? I think uh, I lost. Yeah, I took 250 of your dollars. It was not enjoyable for me. Yeah. It got really tense. Like, this was the Super Bowl, and we <laughs> had that live stream going, and you and I watched the first half together. And then you kind of got drunker as the game went on. And well, you got no louder, shit, Chad. And you like kept slapping me in the back and then like rubbing my shoulders. <laughs> and like I was half doing work, like trying to be a professional because we yeah, actually had yeah. stuff While to do. While watching the Super Bowl. Biggest day of our, of our careers at the Action Network. I was working too. I was on the live stream. Someone yeah. had to be. So was I. And uh, then and you, just got, you just got too annoying. I could not. I honestly couldn't deal with you. I got too annoying to you when I not only beat you in our bet, but I covered the Patriots minus nine and a half that I bet right before kickoff. Yeah, that annoyed me too. That really annoyed you. Really so. annoyed me. Like it got to the point where I was watching the game. I'm like, everybody was watching the game. We have eight screens in our office. Everybody was watching like on one side of the room. I was by myself mm-hmm. on the other side of the room. Praying that Greg Zerline would make that last second field goal so that I wouldn't cover the nine and a half. But I did. Yeah, that totally, totally irritated me. Yeah, well... Too bad. It was ugly. The whole thing was ugly. Um, so we're going to do that. That's going to be before Will Fetters comes on. Um, how great was that Roman read, by the way? We're getting response on Twitter from the Roman I know. Read. Roman really liked it. Roman really liked are it. Are they doing it again? Yes. They are doing it again. Are we it's, reading it today? Chad, oh my it's gosh. in front of us. We got a Roman read today. I'm so super excited about that. So you're a kindness. Let's be kind to our bodies. And on uh, Valentine's Day. Double up on your Roman. Double up on your Roman. Be kind to your loved ones. All right, we'll get to Roman in a little bit, but first, let's say hello to the star of the show. Hey. Happy Valentine's Day, boys. I'm really rather fond of one of you. Oh, that's me. Do you know what's amazing? Uh, How many people, when we did our live podcast, didn't think Georgina was real? I know. Shocking. Including Jeff Schwartz. It was so nice to see everybody at the live show a few weeks ago, and to assure Jeff Schwartz, I'm not a robot. (laughs) He really thought she was a robot. (laughs) Glad to see in the new year with the new podcast, uh, with the new year of the podcast, we are keeping it kind, and I'm stepping on all of Georgina's lines. That's just par for the course. Oh, is there more? Do, I thought. Do you want to start the show, or does Georgina thought, have maybe an iTunes review? Does Georgina? I, I didn't know if I was supposed to. I'm scared now. Should what happens? Chad's just going to stop talking now. iTunes review user clean the barrel. Ooh. Subject: I literally dream about this. I literally dreamt about the podcast and the whole cast of characters being at my grandparents' beach house. I was drinking and betting high school volleyball with Laduka. Five stars. <laughs> oh, my God. G-A. 
B I L I N G gambling. It's called G A M B I L I N G. He absolutely would be betting on high school volleyball at your grandmother's beach house. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, whoever wrote that, that's, that's a great one. That is a great review, and I'm oh. so glad we've infiltrated the dreams of our listeners. That's frightening, but I mean, Paul would absolutely be doing that. No doubt about it. There's 100% he'd be betting high school volleyball. He's probably out in California right now. Scouting. Like on Muscle Beach, just bet- setting lines on volleyball games on the beach. Yeah. He is. He's like walking up to guys like on the squat rat. If we started like, hey, putting 50 bucks, high school, you can't bench 280. If we started putting high school volleyball in the free Action Network app, uh, Laduca would be just pounding it. Like I'd be getting alerts from Laduca. 70 on high unit parlays. Yeah. He's all over it. He's it's called G A M B I L I N G. Oh my god! I can't. I can't. Just. Oh, I need that to be like my ringtone when he calls. <laughs> Too much. Too much. All right. So should we talk about um, the All Star Weekend? The All Star Weekend. Big, yeah. big weekend. We should. I'm excited about it. It's All Star Weekend and something called the NBA. <laughs> so, who wins the All Star Game? Team Yanis or Team LeBron? What do you think, Blackjack? It's Team LeBron. He's stacked that team. I mean, LeBron, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, Kyrie Irving. The team is loaded, man. There's no way they're losing that game. They're, I think, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll lay it. All right, so um, what's interesting about this is, look, the NBA just stole the show from the NFL during Super Bowl week and then in the following week mm-hmm. with the draft, like, they just know how to do it. Keen analysis into who's going to win the game there. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about how the fact that, like, listen, I, I, I know there's... Draft, can I finish? I don't know. Can you? Have you taken your Roman? <laughs> Boom! Roman is going to love this podcast. <laughs> this, soon they're going to be the title sponsor for this we show. We should get Roman to be the title. I will tell you. I will tell you, we get these, like, requests early in the year. Will you or won't you sort of approve or, like, this kind of uh, read on your podcast? And we got Roman, like, in September. They sent us something. I was so happy. And we both were like, yes, a thousand times yes. And, like, I don't know why it took until February to get Roman on the podcast. We've never been more excited about never. a company sponsoring never. us ever. I've been prepped for this for months. The only other one we're waiting on is the legalized marijuana. No, this is better. <laughs> this is better. Come on. Listen, marijuana's all right, but we're talking hard dicks here. So true. All right, so who's going to win the All-Star game? It's going to be Team LeBron. You and I are on the exact, exact same page for that. Okay, good. We can't even debate it. Do you, do you have any analysis for us? I haven't been paying much attention because I've been busy at my house. All right. So, so we both have Team LeBron. Like yeah. I said, the, the, the roster that he picked is just loaded. And he picked a lot of guys who are in their walk year into free agency. This is a big stage. I think guys are going to want to put on a show, really perform well, kind of head into free agency that way. Some guys that maybe may not go into the playoffs, Anthony Davis, um, or may not go that far Dude, in it. whatever. There is no way anybody is, is – thinking about anything for the future in this all-star game there's just not why not because they're not it's like you go into the all-star game you want to be with your buddies you're going to lay down some connections for the following year but you're not going to go into it thinking i'm going to play hard to prove do you think that russell westbrook looks at it that way because i don't granted he's on team Giannis, but um that dude i think takes everything seriously to know what russell westbrook is thinking He's my favorite basketball player. I love him. He is amazing. He is. Yeah. Ten straight triple doubles. It's astonishing. I actually, I just feel like, how does his body not breaking down? He yeah, goes he's hard. never hurt. I'd like to see the guy brush his teeth. Like, how hard does he go brushing his teeth? That dude makes his gums bleed. There is, like, everything is intense. Yeah. When, he, when those clips come out about him playing with his kid, like, you see those clips on yeah. YouTube? I feel like he's just gonna like. Start, he's gonna block every. He's shot. gonna start trash talking his kid. Yeah, that guy plays hard. He doesn't need Roman. No, 
Man, I was going to go there with Roman. Beat you to it. But everybody could use Roman, no matter who you are. All That's right. the beauty. We'll get to the Roman ad. What do we have next, Georgina? Who wins All-Star MVP? This is interesting to me because uh, Jeff Schwartz on I'll Take That Bet this morning had a really interesting take, and he's kind of swayed me a little bit. I wanted no part of LeBron on this bet because it's the all-star game. He's coming off an injury. Like, LeBron seems like a guy who might just coast here. But Jeff Schwartz makes an excellent point. This game is in Charlotte. Michael Jordan will be at this game. It's his arena. It's his home team. And LeBron would like nothing more than to just go out and put on an unreal show in front of Michael Jordan sitting courtside. He dominates the Hornets in Charlotte. And Jeff pointed out that when LeBron plays in Charlotte, Michael Jordan doesn't sit courtside for those games because he knows it'll motivate LeBron so he doesn't sit on the floor. Great insight from our newest NBA analyst, Jeff Schwartz. Really interesting theory. And Jeff Schwartz, certainly a very bright guy. But there's only one answer here. What's the answer? Dwayne Wade. Are you out of your fucking mind? Dwayne Wade's out there on crutches. Do you remember... Dwayne He's Wade, Willis Reed. Dwayne Wade is beloved by everybody in this game. Every Whatever. single player in this game loves Dwayne Wade. And you might recall Magic Johnson, the year he played in the All-Star game, after he announced he had HIV. Totally different. They gave him the rock. They made it. They, they made it a layup for him to win the You're MVP. comparing apples no. and Roman pills. There's I'm nothing... Not. No, this Magic is, Johnson had AIDS, man. This is about They sentiment. thought he was going to die. It was like a this, send-off. Like, this is it's about, not... This is, a sen- this is a send-off. No, that was a send-off to the great beyond, not no. retirement. Well, for a lot of these guys, like, there is no life after the NBA. No, no, it's not Dwayne Wade. There's value on James Harden at plus 1,400. There's value, I, I think, like on, on Kemba Walker at plus 800. Kemba's one of those guys who... I think a lot of people look at it as like a fringe all-star and maybe wants to prove he belongs, also his home floor. And we've seen him go off for 60 some nights. I Kemba mean, if Walker Kemba gets is high. not a fringe all-star. I agree with you, but I think some people Nobody look at him that way. Nobody looks at it that way. Okay. Anybody who I watches, forgot how in touch with the NBA you anybody are. Anybody who watches basketball knows that he is not a fringe all-star. What's the last basketball game you watched start to finish? Uh... I probably watched one sometime this week. All right. I think the Spurs played. Uh, who did the Spurs play the other night? I had them at uh, minus four and a half. Memphis. Memphis, Memphis. The Grizz. They won 109, 108. Yeah, I had that too. Yeah, but I did not. Yeah, we didn't cover. Didn't cover. Um, so I'm going with Dwayne Wade. Okay, well, you're an idiot. Uh, I. Okay, well, you're an idiot. I'm, I'm going to go with, with Schwartz here and say LeBron goes nuts in front of Michael Jordan. Yeah, that's fine. There's going to be some taunting. Yeah. Hey, some let, that's playback. a good idea. Michael Let's Jordan may go out on the floor at some point. Let's take chalk. That's a Listen, hard I gave decision. you two value plays, too. Kemba Walker and James Harden. Let's James Harden at plus 1,400. Chalk. And uh, the guy's so scoring easy. like 48 points a night. I'm just going to take the chalk. You done? Take a stand. I just did. Do something fun. It's the All-Star game. Give yourself a reason to root. What's next? Who wins the dunk contest? I hear Dennis Smith Jr. is the favorite. I'm sure you've got great analysis on this one. I am going with Dennis Smith Jr. in this one, actually. Idiot. Okie dokie. Did you watch last year's dunk contest? No. Okay. Do you know who was in it? Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. Did you see his performance? Tell me. He tried a lot of creative dunks, but he couldn't execute them. He kept missing over and over so and over. You tried once and failed, so he can't do it again? I don't think he's going to be the guy to get this done. It's a field of four. I don't think he's going to be the guy to get this done No, yet. I it's don't. A field I of like four. John Collins. Let's, let's talk about the people in there. Uh, all right. Collins, big man, they rarely win, okay? Uh, Dwight Howard, ever hear of him? Great. So the exception that proves the rule? You can go that way if you like. Who else? Tell me, tell me something about Hamadou Diallo. Not even playing in the league. He's in the G League. Who gave you that note? Nobody. You son of a bitch. Nobody. I know you got that note from the chuckler. No. 
So who's your pick here? Dennis, Dennis Smith, Smith Jr. Yeah. I'm going to go with John Collins. Great. Where'd John Collins go to college? John Collins? Yeah. Where'd he go to college? Did he go to college? Yes. Where? You don't know? No. Wake. Wake Forest. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's my pick. John Collins, even though he's a big man. Where did Dennis Smith Jr. go to college? NC State. Where did I go to college? How many? Indiana, because you couldn't get into Northwestern. I didn't even try to get into Northwestern. Yeah, because you knew you wouldn't. No, the application was just too long. Okay, you're not Northwestern material. You're that's not. for the Greenbergs and Ravels of the world. Don't be jealous of Ravel. You so, think I'm by the jealous way, of that clown. Are we betting on the Yeah, contest? we can bet on it. Yeah. All right. I'll bet, uh, who'd I take? Dennis Smith Jr.? Yeah. I'll bet for 50 bucks. 50 bucks. You got yeah. it. I'll take yeah. John Collins. There we go. We're down. Don't forget, uh, in about five minutes, we got Will Fetters coming up. He was nominated for an Academy Award, which is more than I can say for Blackjack, who like tries to glom on to every single guest we've ever had and turn himself into something that he isn't. It's, which called, is, you know, it's called opportunism. Which all is right? called success. Yeah. Like all those books you wrote that no one read. Uh, four bestsellers. Yeah. At our live show, I was asked to autograph your book. Think about that. I'm not thinking about it. Yeah. Ever. You should. It's like a bad, it's like the anti-Roman pill. Thinking about you, sign my book. Mm-hmm. Next. Who wins the three-point contest? Mm. To be honest, I like Steph Curry. Hmm. You got nothing here, do you? Too Hold many on. names. Hold on, let me look up the odds here. You going to take Larry Bird? Is he, is he doing it? Devin Booker, plus 520. Steph is uh, plus 220. How do you not go with Seth Curry? That's where I'm going. Yeah, I like that. This is plus 466. Let me hear your I have a theory, theory on this. This is the only time in Seth Curry's life that he has a chance to one up his older brother. He's never going to do it really as a basketball player. Steph Curry's going to have fame for as long as he wants it. He's got this picture-perfect family. This is Seth Curry's moment to trump his older brother in the three-point contest, the thing that Steph does best and he's most known for. His younger brother comes out with that inferiority complex. You've got sons. You know how it is. He's going to come out, and he's going to put the beat down on Steph in the three-point contest at a very nice price. Steph Curry uh... – Forbes just came out with the highest paid NBA players. Um, obviously, Steph uh, LeBron is number one. Steph Curry, hold on, I'm looking for it right here. It's just taking me a second. Uh, LeBron made $88.7 million last year, including salary, bonuses, and endorsements. Steph Curry, $80 million. Yeah. This Steph is... Curry made $80 million last year. No, that under this is from. Is I'm good. reading this from uh, Kendall Baker on Axios. He does this great new sports newsletter, and so I got this in hey, there. Hey, 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 He's hey, 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 hey. What's up? No free ads. Kendall's a good guy. If Axios wants the publicity, they can give us an ad like Roman. Can anyone give us an ad like Roman? Can anyone no. do anything for us like Roman can do for us? No. Why haven't we gotten free Roman <laughs> samples? Chad needs his boner pills. Kevin Durant, by the, the guy's way, got a popsicle stick tied to the thing. Kevin Durant was uh, sixty-five million. It's an interesting list. Paul okay, George so the three-point contest. Three-point contest. Are, uh, is... I'm changing my my uh, Ooh. Joe Harris on the Action Joe Network. Joe Harris, yeah, Joe Harris. Rob Perez, Worldwide Wob, did a great video in his story, and then Matt Moore did a story about Joe Harris. I think he might be the best three-point shooter in the league. And he is entirely undervalued. I feel like we had to beg the NBA to get Joe Harris into the three-point contest. And we did it because we showed him making three-pointers literally with his eyes closed. So what? He can hit trick shots. Big deal. Joe Harris, plus six. Are we, are we betting this too? Yeah. Okay. I'll no. give you 25. I don't have as much money as you do. Ooh, big, big time here. Mm. All right, fine. Deal. I'll take Seth. All right. What's next, Georgie? So there's a thing called the skills contest. Apparently, you mm -hmm. can bet on it. Who's going to win that, Blackjack? Luka Doncic. This contest is tailor-made for Luka Doncic. He's fast. He's got great handles. He can pass the ball very accurately. And he's a good enough shooter to win it. There's a lot of really talented guys in this. But I think you need to have the ability to do this stuff Almost all of it on the first try. We see a lot of guys get hung up when they're trying to pass the ball into the uh, into the net there. 
If you miss that a few times, your time is just not going to be good enough to win it. Doncic, I think, has the best vision and passing of anyone in this. He's quick. I, I like Doncic here. He's the second choice behind De'Aaron Fox. This is a really tough one because Nikola Jokic might go to the Hall of Fame. He's that good. I think we're a little early on that train, but he's very good. And I think he's going to come out there and he's going to be like, I'm the only itch that needs to be scratched in this skills contest. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> Did I say his name right? Is yeah. Chuckles writing your jokes now, too? No, I just made it up literally as I was saying that. No, he would have been better than that. Jesus. Have you seen what this guy does in the outlet? Yes, now? Chad, yes. I, I watched the NBA, yes. He's like Arvidas Sabonis. Could have gone with, like, Kevin Love in Minnesota. He's like Kevin Love in Minnesota. Yeah, Fat Kevin Love. Back in the day. Yeah. Isn't fat it Kevin weird Love that, like, better. Fat Kevin Love never got hurt and Skinny Kevin Love is always getting hurt? Yeah, that happens. That happens to some guys. Kevin Love should have stayed fat. Is it the padding? Maybe. You know what? I think, I think fat is, like, tougher than muscle. Muscle is a little bit more fragile. So, uh, yeah, he should have stayed fat. He's a better player. All right, another 25. I'm taking Jokic. You're taking Doncic. Mm-hmm. All right. Deal. Done. What else we got? Wasn't that everything? It was everything, right? Those were all the ones we're going to do. Um, to run it down, we are both on Team LeBron at minus three and a half. For um, the three-point contest, I am on, who was I on again? Joe Harris at plus 674. You're on Seth Curry. At plus 466, so we have a $25 bet on that one. On the skills challenge, you are on Luca. I am on Nikola. Luca is at plus 400. Nikola is at plus 500. We have a $25 bet on that one. The dunk contest. I am on Dennis Smith. You are on John Collins. We are at $50 on that one. And that was everything. Dennis Smith is a Nick. He's going to tank the dunk contest, too. Bonus question. Which movie wins Best Picture at the Oscars that has nothing to do with sports? Uh, Black Panther. You're out of your mind. Are you being serious right now? Plus 1,300. Please tell me you're not being serious. You think it's going to be Roma? A comic book movie? It's going to be Roma. You know, here's my only hesitation with that. Roma is winning a lot of awards. Did you watch Roma? Haven't watched it yet. Okay, I did. It's it's a really, really good movie. It's, it's, It's very good. I would. I think there's some hesitation for the Academy to give an Oscar for Best Picture to a Netflix movie. I think there's a little concern there. Like, Netflix is the giant Death Star that Hollywood is staring down, and it feels like to give them Best Picture at the Oscars on their first crack at it, it's like, what the hell is everyone else doing? Everyone else is fighting for second place. I think there's going to be a little bit of pushback to that. Alfonso Cuaron for director, he's going to win that. But I don't know, man. Best Picture feels – it feels like there's a little pushback from, from the Hollywood elites on that one. All right. Well, then let's go with Black Panther. No. It's A Star is Born, you idiot. Plus 1,400 now? I bet this at like 3 to 1. It's at plus 1,400 now. Hmm. A Star is Born. Listen, Chad, go down the list of the movies, all right? Black Panther's a comic book movie. I don't want to hear it, all right? It's good for a comic book movie, but that's what it was. Black Klansman, entertaining, really good story, um, but I don't think it compares to Green Book or A Star is Born. Bohemian Rhapsody sucked, all right? I, I, Rami Malek was good as Freddie Mercury, but the movie sucked. It did, didn't it? Okay, it was not good. Yeah. I enjoyed The Favorite. I thought it was. it, it had its, its uh, lighter moments, which Everyone was nice. Everyone seems to love it. It was a good movie. But I, again, I don't think it's up there with Green Book or A Star is Born. Vice is not going to win. They're not giving Best Picture to a movie about Dick Cheney. Um, Green Book was really, really good. The concern I have there is there's a little bit of controversy with uh, the family saying that the movie's not entirely accurate. And if you would have had both families in on this movie, then I think it's a runaway winner. But I don't know how much controversy they really want to get into. Listen, A Star is Born is a classic, timeless film written by a genius man, Will Fetters, a personal friend of mine. It, it, it should win. It should win. 
I don't know if it will because these award shows seem to be snubbing it for some unknown reason, which is sickening. But at plus 1,400, it's worth a bet. You know what we should do? We should call Will Fetters, and we're going to get him on the phone. Who called? And we're going to ask him about all these things. You need his number? No, I got his number. I okay. just gave it to Chuckles. And, um, but first, I bet we're going to do a Roman ad. And Ooh. I think that's the perfect lead-in to get us ready Ooh. and excited I feel like I just to took talk a Roman. to Will Fetters. All right, Blackjack, as I said, we are going to have Will Fetters on next, and that is exciting. Also exciting! Did you know the guys are terrible at taking care of their health? Whether it's a knee injury, bad back, or something worth, guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. I'm guilty of it myself. Remember, Blackjack, we've talked about the time. I broke my back and still, still wrote the story for ESPN, the magazine, because that's what I do. The same is true. For erectile dysfunction, this is from Roman. Oh, my God, I love Roman. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, <laughs> Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. You know, someone tweeted at us the other day that they loved this read so much they started laughing on the, and they had, they, they had to pull over. And I tweeted and, get, I tweeted and Tad get Roman and get Roman liked it and retweeted it. Blackjack. Roman is a one-stop shop where licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose ED and ship medication right to your door. With Roman, there are no waiting rooms, awkward face-to-face conversations, or uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. You can handle everything discreetly online. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com favorites. Fill out a brief medical onboarding. Chat with a doctor. Get FDA-approved ED meds delivered to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. Guys, go online and get checked by the doctor. Erectile dysfunction is a problem that guys don't tackle. But with Roman, it's really easy. So take care of it. For a free visit, go to GetRoman.com slash favorites. That's GetRoman.com slash favorites for a free online visit. GetRoman.com slash favorites. Blackjack, what do you want to say about Roman? Gambling is hard, Chad, but now so can you be. Visit GetRoman.com slash favorites for your free online consult and free trial of Roman. Get Roman. Get hard. All right, Blackjack. We have on the show an Academy Award nominee. My friend. Screenwriter of A Star is Born. He's just dropped Blackjack's friend. Blackjack's friend. There we go. Mr. Will Fetters. He's getting on the phone with us in the middle of all the Academy Award hoopla, mm-hmm. having just dropped his kids off at school on a rainy day in L.A. That's because he's not only a talented writer, but also a devoted father. He doesn't, listen, you know the thing I like about Will Fetters? He doesn't let it go to his head. No. Like, no. he could have his kids helicopter to school at The guy's point. an Academy Award nominee, friends with the most electrifying voice in sports media, me. And he's still as humble as the day we found him a few months ago. As humble as the day yeah. he anonymously sent an email to the Action Will, Network. Serious, serious question, Will. Um, yeah. Since you met us, specifically me, you have um, been nominated for your first Academy Award. Um, how much of that credit goes to me? Uh, I don't know. How'd you end up in the NFL season? Really, it's a question of, like... I feel True. like maybe I, I, it depends. Like, did you did you take the Rams or the Patriots in the Super Bowl? What do you think I did, Will? I know you you took the Patriots. I listened to the uh, I listened to the live podcast. And I, how did your props do, by the way? I will get back to the Academy Award thing in a second. I I almost bet them all, but then I have three kids and I didn't. So I will what, say what that should everybody end up. Uh, I will say that the props that the Action Network told everybody to take were brilliant. They nailed it. Um, the props that I personally took didn't do so well. And, and for some reason, yeah. I didn't follow like every single piece of advice on the Action Network. The only thing you should do for props, do whatever Sean Corner That's from the, the Action truth, Network yeah. says. Like the guy is Sean Corner, K-O-E-R-N-E-R. The guy is gold. He was like lit up for props during the Super Bowl. I, and like I just couldn't take all of them. And I, I think I took like three of them. And uh, I won two of them, and then, like, I took six others that he didn't recommend that I just sort of thought were smart, and I didn't win. Yeah, it was a, 
It was that kind of day for the for the for the contrarian gambler. Mm-hmm. It really, I mean, it was. really was. It really was a Super Bowl made for you two guys. I mean, yep. given given the the theme of this podcast. It's so the contrarian uh, wise guy versus versus the guy who says maybe we should just bet on Tom Brady a lot. Yep. <laughs> Usually, maybe we bet on the best player in football forever. That'd, that'd be a good idea. You know what Will did I there? I feel like you want to minimize how dumb you feel. That's my, my thing with Tom Brady is you just want to minimize how dumb you feel. Now, that was my, a rule I applied this year for the contest. It was like if we're chasing 17 points on the road in Kansas City, maybe instead we just take Tom Brady. That sometimes we did that like, a couple times. Love it. <laughs> I feel like you guys are ganging up on me. Yeah. No, not at all, Chad. Yeah, yes, we. I are. mean, that must have been brutal for you. Did, did you? I mean, we don't have to get into it, but did you take the Patriots, like, in, or did you take the Rams? Were, were you? Because it really was like it was like your Alamo. I mean, uh, I, I took the Rams. as soon as the line came out, I was like, this makes no sense at all. Like every dummy in the world, no offense, Blackjack, but like all the dummies and Blackjack are going to be on the mm-hmm. Patriots. Yep. <laughs> and. And you couldn't do it, like you said. Will, uh, the Alamo was a great way to describe it. It's very literary of you, <laughs> cinematic. Because um, I was on the Rams, and I was on the Rams uh, at plus two. I was on the Rams on the money line. I was on um, every Rams. I was on Todd Gurley over 123 and a half, over 100 rushing yards Yikes. and receiving yards combined. I think I was on like. Um, Marcus Peters and Akib Tlaib uh, and Robert Woods to win the MVP. Like yeah. Marcus Peters to win the MVP. If you name it, if you name a Rams bet, I was on it. You, it, you were on it. Yeah. It was as Blackjack and I were just talking about earlier in the podcast, which you'll hear. Um, on that Sunday, we were all watching it together, and we did this live stream from the Action Network, and Blackjack and I were sitting watching the game and the live stream together in the beginning, and at halftime, I had to walk away just because he was so drunk and annoying, and I needed to watch the game like by myself to try to will a win, because you knew if the Patriots got a touchdown lead, the game was over. over. It might as well have been 30 yeah, points. Yeah, over. So yeah, yeah. it just... Let's talk about something that we all enjoy, which is... Everybody makes you happy. Let's go, let's go to A Star is Born. Mm-hmm. Let's sure. talk about the movie. Give us the lowdown, man. Like, you're fucking nominated for an Academy Award. What does it mean? Like, I feel like, who, who's like, you know, Tracy Wilson? What does this mean to you? You know, it's actually funny, man. I, I've been telling myself intellectually for the last few months, you know, that I just wanted it for my career. You know, I, I was I would I would always talk to people, and you know, well, all I want is the Oscar nomination because, as a friend of mine said today, I got nominated. He said, literally, if you do nothing else for the rest of your life, now on your tombstone they can put Academy Award nominee. And I was like, I hope this isn't the mountaintop, but okay. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, I I didn't really realize. I, so that was my intellectual, and maybe my defenses were up. But then the morning of the the announcements. We were sleep training our baby, which your kids are older, but you might remember how horrible that is. Awful. Um, and so the baby was, was up through the night, and the announcement at 520 um, here. And so I had an alarm set, but I woke up like three times in the night with the baby. I ended up waking up, and I woke up at like 532. Like I, I jumped out of bed like I was late for school, ran in my living room. But I have a one-story like town, ran in my living room, and literally I turned on the TV. The sound was off, and... And on the TV, it just, I, I didn't even know what channel it was left on, but I messed up and left right on KTLA. And it, and filling my television said, uh, adapted screenplay. No. And then, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm telling you, this is, this is exactly how it happened. I'm giving you the blow by blow. So not only does it just say adapted screenplay with no sound, there are three nominees up. And I have watched no other announcements, so I have absolutely no context for how they're being announced. And the, the ones that were up there were, the Coen Brothers movie, Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Black Klansman. Now, the Coens was like, that was that was uh, terrifying, because that came from nowhere. And it was on nobody's board, and, and then Can You Ever Forgive Me was kind of on the cusp. And I had this moment, and this is like, it took about probably 10 seconds in real time to get through the next two, because the next one was Barry Jenkins, for If Real Street Could Talk. And I was just ready for the gut punch. Like, the inner fill, everything, the last two years of the Philadelphia winning the Super Bowl, the inner Philadelphia sports fan <laughs> in me, like, Allen Iverson, 
Allen Iverson getting getting stepping over Teron Lewis and getting his ass kicked for four straight games. Like all of it just came all the Andy Reid moments. I got like sick to my stomach <laughs> for like three seconds. I knew I was like I was just looking. I was like, here it comes, and then. And then it then it just didn't happen. It was like it, I lived a lifetime in that moment. And what was really cool that I literally did like a nerdy like Phil Mickelson hop with my arms in the air. <laughs> I'll never judge. I'll never judge anybody for a bad celebration again. It was the most unathletic, uninspiring thing anyone's ever seen. Um, and thankfully, no one saw it but me. But in, but to get to get back to the question. That moment, I realized in that moment, I realized how much I wanted it in the five seconds I thought it wasn't going to happen. And I wanted it because I used to watch the Academy Awards every year with my my parents. You know, like, I remember, like, rooting for Babe versus Braveheart, which is hilarious now. <laughs> but, like, there's all these things that, like, just came roaring back. So, yeah, it was like Armageddon in the end when Bruce Willis' flat life flashes before his time. That was how it felt. Oh, my God. That is an incredible story. So uh, a couple of questions I have. I don't know what Blackjack's got, but a couple of questions I have. Number one, um, your wife was sleeping, so she was not awake. Yeah. Okay. Number one. Number two. She's not happy about not waking her up. What do you do? So you find out at 533, you're having this surreal moment. You jump up and down like Phil Mickelson. As a West Wing fan, I was thinking about, like, you know, Bradley Whitford, he always had those awkward moments, like when he would do something yeah. semi-athletic, like that's what I was envisioning. But like, that, that, could, that could work too. What did you, so like, then what happens? Do you go wake up your wife? Like, do you call Bradley Cooper? Like, what do you do next? Do you call your agent? You... A, a lot of text messages that day. It was just text messages flying back and forth. You know, I feel like, you know, it's funny. People, I used to think, and people, my, my dad even asked, like, when did they call you? Because you always hear people talk about their Oscar nomination. Somebody called them. But that's usually, like, I realize it's just your agent or your manager calling people. Um, I texted, my sister lives in Spain, and so we texted, like, right away. She was really sweet. She watched it, like, on a bus in Spain, like, on her way to work and just started crying, and I thought that was really sweet. Um, and so I just texted people, like, the whole day was just, I mean, it was, I was like, I won. And then truthfully that day, I did. Like, everything else is gravy. It's been a lot of fun. You know, we went to the Baptist last weekend. We've been, we're doing this thing for the first time. My wife gets to dress up and look beautiful. It's it's a lot of fun. So I, it was all text messages that day. And and um, I saw Bradley and, you know, it's, everybody's excited. Did the Oscars luncheon. I'm doing the, the thing, the award season thing. That is just incredible. incredible. It's yeah, it's pretty neat. So, Will, I, I've got to ask you because this is a, a gambling podcast, as you're aware. Heading sure, into awards season, A Star is Born was favored in a lot of categories, or it was among the top choices. And now, after we've seen the Golden Globes, and you just mentioned the BAFTAs over the weekend over in London, the odds have, yeah. have fallen quite a bit. So, do you is think there value? there's value on betting that right now? I, I don't know, man. I mean... The gambler in me says absolutely because the other thing you got to realize is the Oscar ballot. And I don't get too in the weeds here, but the Oscar ballot is different. It's like a weighted ballot. So there's a thing. You're kind of uh, somebody explained this to me recently, and I was like, oh shit, that explains how like crash happens. You know, if you get if you get a perfunct if you're getting put second place a lot, and uh, and I like say, say I'm saying other movies getting a lot of first, but then gets a bunch of fourths and fifths. I feel like the second place can win. So I. I don't know, man. I think I think I'm I'm shocked. I mean, I, I sent I, I I sent this thing to Bradley. I had to just to put it all in words just to tell him I I am I'm appalled that that, that he's only given one speech. I mean, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, hopefully there's no Academy members listening to this. and I'm not blowing the press tour, but uh, if there is one out there, Lotus Star is born. Um, there's <laughs> there's it's just like you you don't understand. He risked everything for this. Like, he would have – do you remember how fast when Tobey Maguire, like, stopped being Spider-Man, he just disappeared from the zeitgeist? Like, Bradley Cooper literally did nothing but this movie for four years. He's not exaggerating. I watched him. I started in London with him four years ago. He bet everything on this movie. He learned to play the guitar. He wrote Black Eyes, the opening song in the movie. He produced it. He directed it. He willed it into existence. He stayed in the editing room with Jay Cassidy, who got robbed by not being nominated. 
And at the end of the day, it's like he's plus whatever, five, six hundred, eight hundred to win actor. And it, with everything across the board, yeah. where he's not favored. And and I'm sorry, like I, it doesn't. I, it, I people who love movies, like people who want more movies like this to be made in this business, should be voting for him because nobody really, I think, understands the risk he took. It's like, can a can a very rich, handsome, successful person like really take a risk? Well, yeah, everything's relative, right? Like, Bradley wasn't risking his life in, in a war zone, but he's an artist, and ultimately he's a movie star, and he's an A-list movie star. And look at his last run of movies. Like, that, he would have had nothing in the can. And if A Star is Born had been a huge bust, he's, he disappears. Like, at, least, at the very least, he takes a huge step back. And, and it was not obvious. People made fun of the movie until the movie started getting screened, and everyone was like, oh, shit, this is actually great. Let's pretend we always thought it was great. Like that's, So from my perspective, having seen how hard he personally worked, and I haven't even gotten into Gaga, who's literally the only person on earth who could play the role. Like, Glenn Close is a legend, and, I mean, again, if you're going to lose, like, she's amazing, and I get it. Like, she's unfortunately getting the treatment I think I was hoping Sam would get. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know, man. I'm just it's, – it's, I, I now get to how, like, uh, inside locker rooms and sports to turn this rant into something, something resembling what the theme of this podcast. Um, <laughs> there's, uh, I did not script that by the way. I'm sitting in my car in front of my house, and I just I shouldn't have probably said any of that stuff. So uh, right. I, Gerber, I've said far here, worse. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but the the uh, oh, what the hell was I even going to say? I was going to say something about um, you were on Gaga. It. Oh, it's on sports locker oh. room, locker room. So I, I now understand, too, how, like, people people like Kevin Durant finally just freak out in a press conference because, like, you know, like they, they just – people make up stories in the media. Like, they generate – they have to generate this, this buzz constantly to, like, to keep their jobs and keep people clicking. And, and that's the – I think that's the collective ADD is, has kind of descended on this movie where they won the National Board of Review. They won for, for, act, for director and actress – and then it's like the, the, you just I, – I thought Rami Malek winning Golden Globe could be good for us. I thought it was going right. to, like, set, set, the, set us as the underdog and set up, like, an Argo situation, and it's the exact opposite. It's just like everybody's just decided now this is the narrative we're all going to buy into. And, and it's been really crazy to watch up close and personal just knowing how hard everyone worked and the risks everyone took, like mm-hmm. shooting for 10 minutes on a stagecoach, and if you don't get it, you don't have the opening like five minutes of the movie. Anyway, I'm gonna stop talking now because uh, I had a lot of coffee. No, I think that was great. So. That was the most <laughs> passionate thing that's ever been done on this podcast. So yeah. we love it. Um, can you? But but going through all of this now, can yeah. you do anything else? Like, is it all consuming from the moment you're nominated until the moment of the awards ceremony? Is it like a job? Um, it's way more like a job if I was more famous. I think for me, it's definitely been, there's been a lot of events and stuff and going to the Baptist last weekend with my wife came, which I was really excited about, but she had to, I mean, she had to pump with logistics, like breast pump <laughs> for, for breastfeeding. It was we had literally like the logistics of it were, were crazy. Um, so it does, it has felt for, for me, like it's been something every day. Um, yeah, you do like do, there's been interview or stuff like you know that kind of stuff uh so it doesn't feel like a job it feels amazing it's like it's an incredible feeling i i've like barry jenkins like this is the nicest guy in the world the first when i went to the oscars luncheon i walked in and it was one of those pictures where like they they just kind of ran they set people up and it looked like done by an artist or something and it's like adam mckay standing next to me there's a guy right over my shoulder i see his hand come over my shoulder it's barry jenkins just like hi i'm barry I was like, oh, my God, I love, you know, it's like, it's that kind of stuff, left and right, you know, it's just surreal, and you're around these people I have such so much respect for, and and uh, I've gotten to know some like Kevin Wilmot, who wrote Black Klansman with Spike, is just like the nicest guy, and it, it's been super cool, man, I, and everybody's, it really is, you know, you want to win, everybody's competitive, I think, on some level, but, you know, at the same time, you really do have to stop and just appreciate that you're here, and, and you get to do this for for the next couple weeks. All right, Will, f- final question here before we let you go. What um, do you mean? Sure. I have, like, so many questions. You're done. You're done. 
Um, you can ask. I feel like. By the way, I feel like you guys feel free if you have the time. You can ask me more questions. I feel like I. You probably had some plan of things you wanted to ask me, and I've just. Been I have. Ranting. I have a million Chad's questions. Just rambling. And he's just sitting in front of his house, like in the rain right Chad's now. Chad's just rambling. Um, just happy to not be dealing with a baby. Most important question of the day: um, Which that? Oscars after party will we be attending together? When are you? So, what's your deal? Are you coming out? Uh, for the weekend, when are you, are, what is, will, are you, you like fly? Are you gonna be on the red carpet? Will, if you get me into a party, I oh will be God. there at the date and <laughs> oh time appointed. God. I thought you said you were coming in the last. Five I minutes. am gonna so be back. in California. Yeah. So get there. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I just said I'm gonna be there. When are the Oscars? Uh, two weeks uh, from a week from Sunday. So I just want to know which party we're going to so I can plan my attire accordingly. Okay, so the only the only party I haven't gotten, I've gotten some invites for parties during the week, um, but I haven't gotten the night of stuff. I could probably get you into Warner's or I could probably mm-hmm. get you into WME. Those are the two that, okay. that I, I can I can pull a little, okay. I might have a little bit of weight. To okay. Around. All right, good. Then I'll see um, you out in California. <laughs> you're not booking your business trip until you know where you'll be drinking after you're done working. I, I, I just want to plan the attire accordingly because on the one hand, obviously, I'm uh, something of a trendsetter fashion-wise, but I don't want to upstage you. So That's you know, fair. That's fair. I've got to do it, do it right. What's amazing to I me is, it. like, it sounds... You're, like, up all night with the baby before the announcement. You're driving him to school. Like, it's raining outside. Your wife is pumping in the way to BAFTA. It's like, you're not making it sound all that glamorous, Will. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I, I have a hard time just, like, falling into things. You know, I'm, I, it's my nature is maybe a person, at the very least, is a writer. Like, I tend to observe my own life. So there is, like, we were at the Baptist in Kate Middleton, and Will walked right by us, and I was like, that's crazy. You know, like, I'm just, I'm more, it's more, I'm just, and then I thought about, like, that for, for 10 minutes. And, and so, you know, there are, you have moments throughout the course of it. It's like everything. Nothing is just one thing. I will say, I remember the first time I met Bradley was right after the Sniper Oscars. And I said something to him about, like, you know, how crazy it must have been. And he kind of gave me this look like, it's whatever, man. Like it's like, and it's true. Once you go through, it's like you put on different suits and tuxedos. You go. Everyone's nice to you. It's it's amazing. It's so nice. You feel like you're. It's like going to a wedding where there's where everyone's the bride and groom. Mm-hmm. That's how it feels like. One one uh, last last question is when it comes to uh, academy voters. Do you think that threats work at all in getting the vote your way? Because <laughs> I have said. Listen, I'm taking it as an assumption that you're going to win because they know that we're best friends now. So if you don't, they know they're going to have to deal with me. But if if either Bradley Cooper doesn't win for best actor or it doesn't win for best picture, I, I'm going to riot. I'm, I'm, they're going to have problems on their hands because I'm going to cause them. I, so I met I met Tony McNamara who wrote The Favorite, and I love The Favorite. And yeah. It's weird and awesome. And I told Tony, and I said and I, the first thing I could think to say about first, I was like, look, man. That's a movie I'm happy to lose to. You know what I mean? Like, there's the the, the thing that I'm with you, Blackjack. Please don't murder anyone. I don't think. No. That, I think I think Harvey Weinstein will tell you that that dirty tricks. Don't crime end doesn't well. pay. Or, uh, well, yeah. There, I'm not saying there was, crime. You do, I tell you what, man. You do see the way like everyone's trying to shift the narrative, and and it's amazing to me how movies just like the Bohemian Rhapsody thing is. It's remarkable. I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> Stunning. It's again, it's one thing to lose to the favorite. It's another mm-hmm. thing to lose to, you know, uh, I would say a, a more of a. Um, Will I'll say it? The movie sucked. It was an movie. awful movie. All right, <laughs> Rami Malek. Rami Malek was was good in his role, but the movie yeah. sucked. Okay, it was awful. Also, let's just look at this realistically. If you're comparing A Star is Born and Bohemian Rhapsody, they're both movies that involve musical performances and actors kind of getting into that role. How in God's name can you say Bohemian Rhapsody was a better movie in the music genre than A Star is Born was? Can't How? Say it. You can't. can't. Say it. Bradley Cooper made himself into a Grammy Award winning singer for the goddamn role. It's ridiculous. Where's Rami Malik's yeah. Grammy? He doesn't have one. 
because he stinks. Yeah, I give you guys a little inside scoop. My next thing is I'm going to write this movie, and it's going to require Bradley to um, to become a surgeon, to become a heart surgeon. Actually he's perform. Have to to <laughs> he's going to have to go to school, and he's going to have to go to medical school for the next couple of years. So he'll be doing that, and then when he's done with it, he's going to come out, and then he's going to work in a hospital for a while, and he's going to like be around doctors and actually like learn how to prescribe medicine and like diagnose right. illnesses. And then, and then when we're all done, we're gonna drop him in in the middle of like, um, like a Saving Private Ryan situation where it's like a real war zone, but it won't be that dangerous. We'll keep him a little safe. Mm -hmm. And then while he's there, he's gonna have to perform like you know basic surgery. You know, we're gonna right. film it, and, and um, and then he's gonna lose to George Clooney doing ER the movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will, Will you're the best. Listen. We are super psyched for you. We're glad you're having all the success. You sound like you're handling it amazingly well. Um, and I'm excited for Blackjack to go out and celebrate with you in L.A. And I, you should come, Chad. Why don't you come? I'm going to be in L.A. I am going to be in L.A. that week. I'll be out that uh, so stay. Wednesday and Thursday. I have to come back because we have Hamilton tickets that Sunday. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you little chicken shit. <laughs> Hamilton. That, have you seen Hamilton yet? That Sunday. I have seen it. That so Sunday. It's my wife's birthday, and we bought Hamilton tickets to go see it on her birthday, and we're taking our kids. Trust me. She'd rather you be in California. They all would rather you be in California. But I'm coming out that week. I'm going to be out that Wednesday and Thursday. Maybe we can all get together. Yeah, maybe we Let's should get do that. Dinner. Let's get dinner. Let's get dinner. There but you go. know what's amazing is that I'm so happy you said that, Chad, because it's the perfect button from the crazy rich Asians thing. Right, exactly. <laughs> From the last time we did that. <laughs> I, still, I still have not seen the movie. It's won more awards than my movie, but I still haven't seen it. That's a goddamn uh, cry. Listen, you got to see that movie. You're going to, you're going to, I, listen, my, you know, I cried at Star is Born. You got to see Crazy Rich Asians because I cried at that one too. Somebody else said the Mahjong thing. Somebody yes. Somebody else said that. I, there you I go. You were, I really thought you were messing around when we did it. No I, way, I, I, dude. I forgot if I could swear it's, or not. It's a look. You can't, if you have feelings, then you can't help but cry. Uh, well, listen, to let, if you're, when you're out, let's, let's try to get dinner or something. Blackjack. I will do my best to even party. If I do get you in a party, please don't like attack Rami Malik or anything because they will trace back to where, <laughs> to how you got in. Will, so, I promise I will I make love, you proud. I love your enthusiasm. I'll make you proud. <laughs> but I like you're going to steal his Oscar and give it to him. <laughs> 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 Maybe. Actually, you, you can do that. That'd be funny. <laughs> now, you know what I would do is I'm going to come prepared with my own trophy to give to Bradley Cooper. It's going to be the Blackjack <laughs> Award really for Best Actor. You're not getting close to Bradley Cooper. There's no way. <laughs> Let me tell Will you something. Knows Let me his tell you career. something. By the end of that weekend, Bradley Cooper and I are going to be friends too. Will Fetters, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, Congrats, brother. All right, guys. Talk Thanks, to you. Buddy. Congrats. Congrats to you guys on all your success. Yeah, it's not Thank quite you. an Oscar-nominated <laughs> podcast, but you know, we'll take it. Hey, you know what? We'll get we'll get it there one take day. Care of yourself, guys. All right, that has been The Favorites. That was an enthusiastic interview with Will Fetters. I love him. Love him. This has been The Favorites, the podcast from the Action Network. You can listen on Apple Podcasts at radio.com slash the Action Network or wherever you listen to podcasts. I am Chad Millman. He's Blackjack Fletcher. Until next time, 